Hi there, and thank you for tuning in to The Social Circus, where every week we dive into a variety of topics covering social media, mindset, and how to run your business. I hope that you enjoy today's episode. Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Social Circus. I am your host, Sarah Thompson, and today I'm thrilled to have as a guest on my show, Tracy Murray, who is the glasses lady. Welcome, Tracy. Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you on here because when our paths crossed a couple of years ago, um, I get really excited when I see people who have a business that doesn't really exist in the world as such. And it's really exciting to meet people who are genuinely very innovative. So um, for those people who don't know you, can you tell us a little bit about your business, The Glasses Lady, and what is it that you offer as a service? Oh, well, it's it's quite different to if you have a been to an optometry practice, um, you go in, you have your eye test and you come out and you, you choose from whatever glasses they've got there. And um, so having been in the industry for over 30 years and probably styled over 40,000 pairs of glasses, wow. um, I, was I was sitting and thinking, what can I do that's different? What's missing in the industry? And what, how I started my business is not what it's grown into now. That took time. Um, and now it's, it's a styling business. So you come along, you have a consultation with me for one and a half to two hours where I style you into eyewear according to your features and personality. We then have the option of creating a frame custom made where you can choose from over 300 colours and the colour is not about a specific colour, it's the tone of colour that gives you a, a really beautiful glow. And my idea of my business is to create eyewear to love so that when you put these glasses on and you look in the mirror, you go, oh, yes, I've got this. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I feel confident. I look beautiful. Yes. Um, because often people treat them as a they'll do. They're a functional item. They're not a necessary item. Um, so I've created. They're, they're not an accessory kind of thing, yeah. Yeah, that's that's right. And you know, traditionally, people go to the optometrist to get a pair of glasses. And as years have gone by, it's initially I found that people didn't want to wear them because people would get called names, and it become a bit of a um, a situation where people would hide them. Whereas now, it's become more of a fashion statement. Yes. And, for me, there's a lot of ladies in particular and men out there who want to uh, create a look that they actually, that reflects their personality and they actually feel confident when they walk out in a pair of glasses. Mm. Um, it, it sort of gives the inspiration to, to change whatever they're doing. It can change the mood. It can change mm. feel. Just say just a pair of glasses, but it, it's just way more than that. Um, I have people wanting to reinvent themselves. They come along, they've maybe just gone through a divorce or they're going through a bit of a tough time. They've had medical illnesses or lots of different scenarios um, I've come across. And um, there's one in particular recently that I um, can tell you about where a lady came to me and she came in and very old fashioned pair of glasses looking really quite old in them. Mm -hmm. uh, and we created together, we went on a journey to create a beautiful pair of um, colourful glasses and yes. she stopped me at the door on the way out. And she said, I know this sounds a bit of a cliche, she said, but I feel like these glasses have changed my life. Oh. <laughs> and, 
And what I didn't realize at the time was that um, a few weeks later, there was a piece in the paper about her and all and her sort of difficulties that she's gone through in her, her life, her health. Mm-hmm. And um, she sent me a clip of this um, newspaper report saying the glasses lady's famous again. Aww. <laughs> um, and it was just so beautiful to see her holding her head up high and, and it making her feel special and younger, yes. more beautiful. Yes. Um, so, so yeah, that's the space that I've created within the optical industry that isn't around, not to my knowledge anyway, um, not in Perth. I get mm. people contacting me from the US, from uh, over east, from the UK, saying, oh, when can you come to us? And it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's got to become a bit of a phenomenon because it has. it's a bit crazy that people recognise my um, glasses now. Yes. <laughs> it's a great thing. I keep getting photographs from um, ladies. There was a couple of my ladies met each other for a coffee in a coffee shop. Yes. And then another one of my clients walked in and they just looked at each other across the cafe and shouted, the glasses lady. They <laughs> <laughs> both sent me photographs of these themselves together. And it was, I was like, oh my God, what have I created? This is crazy. Um, it's so lovely. And um, I love that you talked about, because obviously, Tracy, like you said, you've been in that um, optical industry for many decades and so I guess what made you think why there's a business here what what made you realize that this was a kind of um a gap in the market I guess what we're trying to say yeah um well initially I just started the business because after years of optometrists saying to me go into business with me do something with me you know they they wanted me to be in business and I've got family I mean we've we've got several children (laughs) (laughs) the 10 grandchildren and um big family big commitment and never really had the um the big enough as I say the big girl pants to to start a business and um, and it was during covid and I things changed for a lot of people and I decided oh my god shall I do this shan't I do this and I decided to do it and I set it going Hmm. and about six months in I was like I was remembering the times where I didn't quite have the right frame or I didn't have the one that I'd I'd go through every frame in the store and think it's just not quite what I wanted for them. Mm -hmm. So I started seeking uh, frame makers. Right. um, I eventually found Roger Henley, a frame maker. I've now got uh, Frank Seed on board as well, a couple of frame makers. And now if I haven't got something that's a finished frame, I've got something that I can create. So everyone that comes to me, I can create something that they'll love, that I will love them in too. And I I just love it. I love that now I feel like I've got this little business that completes me, that brings the styling in, brings the optical siding and... um, yeah, it, it's just, I didn't realise at the time when I started the business what it would become. Yes. Um, and, and imagine during COVID, obviously there's a huge amount of trepidation about doing anything during the and COVID. And for the, the mm-hmm. listeners here in Perth, we 
Um, we were ranked like, I think after Melbourne, one of the most lockdown cities in the world. So it was really tough here in Perth doing business. And in a business like yours where I have to come and see you, um, I imagine that there was a whole lot of fear around that. But if you kind of, I have to say, I feel like you've had a very quick meteoric rise in business. <laughs> I'm sure it hasn't felt like that for you inside. But um, I guess what, is it everything that you hoped it would be working for yourself? Like you said, it kind of feels like you've completed what you were hoping to do. Look, there's a lot of, um, look, I love what I do and it's it's everything I wanted it to be. But yes. it doesn't, you know, it's tough. Um, I mean, I had a lot to learn and thank you to you. You, you put me on the track <laughs> with the social media and the Canva and I had no idea. I, you know, I'm 60 this year. I had no idea what all social media and, and uh, Canva and things was about. So that it was pretty tough and you're everything to your business. You know, you, you're the accountant, you're the social media expert, you're marketing, you're, you you know, inventory, you name it. <laughs> it goes on and on. You are absolutely everything to your business. So, and you take phone calls at night time, you take phone calls at the weekend, you take messages. Um, but the plus side of it is that I'm my own boss. I make the decisions. I decide what and when I want to do something. And... Um, the destiny is for me to decide where I want to take it mm. and how far I want to take it. But the important thing is it doesn't feel like work if you love what you do. Yes. And, um, and I'm really passionate about making a difference in people's lives. Um, I'm, I'm trying to put together um, a, a work with someone with a charitable organisation for the, the homeless mm-hmm. um, there's a rise in homeless ladies over 50 and yes. I'm now just in the process, not organized yet, but I'm going to be taking in donated frames um, that I will um, then service and, and and make nice and put single vision lens in for free. I've got the local lab to say they'll fit them for free. And, wow. and I will go along to these ladies once every few months and style them the same way in which I would anybody that comes to me. Oh. And then a collection of donated frames that I can give to them to give them some dignity and some confidence to get back in the world and, and do good things um, out there. So the business for me, again, that's something that I can decide to do yes. because it's my business. Um, and my business is about making a difference to the people that I see and that includes the charity bit as well. Oh, I love that, Tracy. I, I'm, I'm I feel a little emotional hearing you do that because um, I was actually reading an article, and women over fifty are the fastest growing group of homeless people in Australia at the moment, um, which makes me really sad. As you know, that's our age range, isn't it? And um, what does that mean, and why is that happening to us? So I love that you have chosen to do that. And I think that's yeah. amazingly inspiring because I think often when we run a small business. It feels like I can't do those big charitable donations. You know, I'm not Bill Gates and I can't do these things, but we can all have an impact in our own small way, can't we? And that's going to make a huge difference to those women. Absolutely. I think for us small businesses, you know, we're not millionaires. It takes time to get to a stage where, you know, you can have that nice car. <laughs> my husband, as my husband said, we'll never have a Lamborghini, but we're <laughs> happy doing what we're doing. Um, but it's, it's, I'm giving back time. Mm-hmm. I'm giving back um, a little bit of money 
to provide them with um, a pair of glasses they can see clearly through. But more importantly, I can still style them and mm -hmm. I can still give them my time and give them something to, to wear. It's not like just giving money. I feel like I'm gifting them with something uh, beautiful. And um, we can all do that as a small business. Give some, some give your time to mm. some, you know, help somebody along the way. Um, and that's just as equally as nice as any monetary. Definitely. Uh, yeah. Oh, I love that. And um, and you you did mention that you're 60. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> no, but I love that. So because I, I feel like, again, as women, I'm going to be 50 next year, so I'm just behind you. Um, <laughs> I think as women, as we get older, um, it's really easy to lose our confidence, lose our place in the world. So how old were you when you started your business, Tracy? I was... Um almost 58 so it's wow two years 57 58 um yeah so that was pretty tough because I was people were saying to me I, a lot of negative Nellie's saying you know what are you doing you should be retiring you know you should be thinking of retiring not starting a business and um it kept playing on my mind that but this is my dream this is something uh. I wanted to do for my entire life and I've not had the confidence to do I've not been in a situation to uh, to be able to financially be able to do it um and I just thought do you know what I don't feel as old as I am and <laughs> more years it's not it's a business that I can take into retirement it's a absolutely I can do in my 80s you know why, why not you know I don't intend to uh, not be living for the next 40 years so if I can um, give something back in the optical industry during that time, then that's what I'd like to do. Um, yeah. Oh, I it, love that. Yeah. And I love, I hope that for everyone that's listening. So Tracy was nearly 58 when she started her business. So, um, and I, I know what you, what you say, Tracy, when you hear the naysayers, because society definitely has this pigeoned as to where we fit in at the age of life we are and I often look in the mirror and in my head I, I still think I'm about 35 <laughs> <laughs> and so you kind of feel like you've got all this um, energy and life ahead of you and actually we're kind of reaching like different milestones of where should be starting to think about retirement and all these other grown-uppy things but in my head I still feel very young and I still feel like I've got lots left that I want to achieve in the world. And obviously you had that exact same feeling of like, uh, this is my dream and now's my time. Yeah. And that's exactly it. You know, it's funny because my son will look at me and say, are you really 60? Well, you know, <laughs> I need to keep repeating it. It's quite all right. I um, know, but I, I think that's, how, <laughs> that's the societal perceptions of what does, what does a 60 year old woman look like and what does she do and what does that like but what is the reality is I think it's completely different and I think um you know as we all live longer we need to change our perception of what that looks like because um I know my grandma was a grandma at 39 because <laughs> yeah. yeah. of people having children young and so by the time she was 60 she was actually a great grandma and so things have changed the way in which we have children and all those things have changed and I hope that um people are inspired to see what your journey is so um you started with this beautiful idea you started during COVID and I know that that's a word that's overused but 
I know how hard that was for my business and I know how hard it was for many of my clients. So from your perspective, did you feel like, well, it's now or never and I'm just going to have to plow on, I don't, regardless of what's going on in the macro climate, how did that feel? I think that um, COVID made people look at their lives and what's important to them. Yes. And, um, you tend, well, we analysed our finances and looked at what we could do to change some things. Um, my husband was made redundant during that time as well. Mm. Um, so, yeah, and it did make me sit and think, this has happened in the world. It's a biggie. It's massive. People are dying, you know, mm. around us. I, I felt like I'd missed something mm. that I should be doing what I, I wanted to do all my life. And and I, it sort of gave me a bit of confidence to think, okay, how can I do this? I need a contingency plan for if we're in lockdown again. So mm -hmm. I do do uh, styling online as well. So I did set that up so that I could style people by photographs is pretty good. Um, yes. And so is um, Zoom calls. So I have done Zoom calls with the US Brilliant. and um, over East. So there is a contingency plan in there. Nothing beats seeing someone in person. Yes. Nothing beats, you know, a face-to-face. -face. I've got to say that. Um, but, you know, if you believe in what you can offer someone a service, that you can offer someone a talent that you've got, follow that talent, follow that passion, and, and be inspired to, to do great things, you know? Yes. <clears throat> but be patient. Passion and presence. Yes. And the two very important things for me starting out in business is to be consistently present, not just online, because online's not everything, but join some of the most beautiful groups out there. I'm part of many groups out there, and mm -hmm. each one of them has got an incredible community of small businesses mm. <clears throat> that all bring something to you. And I, I say, don't look at this person at the side that may be doing the same thing as a mm. competitor. Look at them as a colleague. Look at them as someone that you can call on to share ideas and grow together. Because the big guys out there, they've got the monopoly. And Absolutely. The only way that we can grow is to grow together. And I do feel strongly about that. And mm getting out there and networking and meeting people and becoming friends is really important to grow your business. I know. And that's something, because I think we actually met through a networking event. I was trying to think where we met, but I know that you're quite good friends with Claire, my assistant as well. Um, and it is a really lonely road being, being in business. And so if you do do it alone, um, it's it's really hard. And I think that, because I do a, a quite a lot of networking, people always say to me, why do you do so much networking? I'm like, so I like hanging out with people and then I can talk all day and I'm like, no, because I'm coaching and so no one's interested in me and my stuff because they're paying for my knowledge. And so I love networking because I get to go and chat to other people, particularly female entrepreneurs, because that's my happy space. And yeah. it's so important. And I think people often overlook that because they think, oh, no, my business is online or it's this or it's that. And it's like, no, you still need other people around you on the same journey because we're all on the same journey as entrepreneurs. Oh, it's it's nice. The good thing as well is that you take time out. You, you're very lonely. It's a very lonely world, don't you say? Mm. And to take time out, a couple hours on the morning or an hour for a coffee, meet and greet, you need it. You yeah. really need that 
because you can go along there and you can feel a little bit awkward at, at first because <laughs> I know I did and um and you know something it takes a while not to go around and just give everybody a card because you're desperate to <laughs> name out there and yes um, and we all do it we've all been there um but go along and be inspired and listen to what other people are doing because every time I go to a group no matter what which group I go to and I'm part of many I always pick up something I either make another friend or I learn something new and oh. I do and you give it back as well because if you can be inspire someone else to do it and give them the confidence to do it then you can sit back and think yeah that, that was really nice that I could do that for that person oh. uh, yeah so I, I do yeah networking you can't just sit at home and let it happen online is it just seems a very tricky um, well, and it's also a very tenuous yes. place. And I think all of us in business, um, regardless of what, like I have a lot of digital courses and online products, I still want, I still need to meet people and I still need to have a network of people for a variety of reasons. So I love that you've shared that. Now I'm, I'm going to, I'm conscious of time. So I do have one question I want to ask you is what's next for the glasses lady? Like what's your dream? And and I know you're still living your dream and I know you're 60 and all that kind of thing, but what's next for the glass lady? Cause I, I see your business as being so amazing and, and interesting and unusual that there must be a plan for what's going to unravel next <laughs> I, I, well I have got some plans but I, I want to be the go-to place mm-hmm. for people who want to be styled into eyewear yes I, like it's already started I've got a yes. big following already people are now recognizing my glasses when people are out and about they'll say oh did you get those from the glasses lady yes I, I would like that to continue Mm. Um, in the future so that and I would like to um create a range of my own which I've not looked into yet um oh that's exciting a dream, <laughs> but um it would be nice because really I'm creating anyway because mm. I'm a frame maker and together we create really beautiful frames um but I just want to continue with that and I want to continue into retirement and I want to continue till I'm 80 so it's it's just a journey of mine do what you love and be passionate about it and continue it whatever you're loving it I love it that's key oh I love that Tracy thank you so much for sharing that I'm excited to see oh I'm excited to see Tracy Murray designs as your glasses (laughs) that would be really (laughs) fun but look um thank you so much for coming on my show I'm so I'm so inspired by all that you do. Honestly, Tracy, I sit and watch you and just think, oh, it's, I love innovation. I love that you saw a gap in the market and the gap that fitted your passion is beautiful. Um, can I just ask, I'm sorry to put you on the spot. Are you taking donations for glasses or for your charity or how does that work? Yes, I will be doing. Um, I was just waiting for confirmation from the organization that I'm collaborating with to mm-hmm. bring this. Once I've got the letter um from them I will be putting an email out to my ladies or if there's any ladies out there I, I want really beautiful frames that are in good condition yes so I can recycle them because that's important while well, you're recycling which is really important in today's world um Definitely. so if you've got some beautiful frames and you don't know what to do with them um give me a shout and I would love to take them off your hands brilliant um I will make sure that we pop 
um, Tracy's contact details into the show notes for all the listeners. So if that was you, I'll make sure we've got some information on where you can send your beautiful frames to Tracy for her to um, pay them forward to our homeless women who are struggling with this. Um, Tracy, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for sharing your passion and your vision and your kindness, which comes through every part of your business. You are such an inspiration to me. And I'm sure all of my listeners have enjoyed hearing your story today. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. My pleasure. (laughs) And to all my listeners, um, do check the show notes. I'll have all of Tracy's contact information in there and how you can connect with her on social media. If you have beautiful frames, how you can donate those as well. So do come and read the show notes. Um, Thank you all for tuning in as you do every week. I'm so grateful for your listening and I'll catch you the same time next week on The Social Circus. Thanks so much for tuning in to The Social Circus. As your host, Sarah Thompson, I am thrilled that you've chosen to spend your time hanging out with me. I would be so grateful if you could spare an extra moment to go and leave me a review on your favourite podcasting platform. And if you even felt more excited, you could share my podcast with your friends who you think would get great value from it. Thanks so much again for tuning in. 